Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we of course want to give thanks to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Brock and the gang there doing a great job. Make sure you visit them and look them up in Maslin, Ohio for takeout and they're still working on the delivery services as well through uh, Grubhub and Uber Eats, so follow them at smoking underscore Jay's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter, and you'll be able to find out more information there. Thanks also, of course, to the Dive Bar, who has been the home of the AIW After Party as of late in Cleveland. Whether or not that continues into the winter months, we'll see. We may make a new home for the After Party spot, but they certainly bailed us out over the last several months, so a big thanks to them. And thanks to IWTV and Smartmark Video, the merger of the two, it's never been easier to watch AIW. If you're in into physical media, if you're a fan of the like, like uh, AIW owner John Thorne, you could purchase DVDs. You can also purchase MP4s of every single AIW show that has ever gone to DVD or been recorded. That is is available at smartmarkvideo.com. Or if you want to stream shows constantly, a revolving archive of AIW shows, as well as other independent promotions, plus live streams of events, go to IWTV, independentwrestling.tv, sign up, use the code ABSOLUTE, so they know that we sent you for $9.99. You can watch countless hours of independent wrestling right there on IWTV. It's available on smartphones, smart devices, tablets, iPads. You can watch it on your computer. You can watch it if you've got uh, an Apple TV, any sort of internet TV, really, Roku. It's all available there. You can stream shows live when they are streaming. And, of course, you can watch past shows as well. All that being said, we get into this week's show. Of course, as always, AIW owner John Thorne is here. My name is Steve. Shout Guy. out to uh, phys- physical media. I guess I'm a physical media fan. <laughs> Are you not a physical media fan? Uh, yeah, I get. Well, I don't know. Getting a little away from it. I, I gotta say. Are you? Are you evolving? Well, you know, uh, I I don't know if I'm evolving I, I, as a person or my <laughs> laziness is evolving in my 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 person in my brain. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just real difficult to get that uh, DVD or Blu-ray out and put it in the player. You got to get up, you got to walk, you got to put it in. Uh, yeah, you know, sometimes streaming is a little bit more convenient. Yeah, I could. I gotta just that. hit a button. I gotta just hit a button. I will say, you know, October, right around the corner, starting this Friday, it is. I, I will be dusting off that uh, Halloween Blu-ray box set. Ah. And uh, getting into that a little bit in the I, month of October. That was going to be my follow-up because you said you were more into streaming now. I, I didn't know if because you know that you could purchase. You don't get a lot. Of, you don't get. Oh, you'll get a lot of those. You'll get like Halloween Part Four on like basic cable eight thousand <laughs> times in the month of uh, October. But uh, yeah, that and uh, I got the Friday the Thirteenth one Blu-ray, but. Which uh, I was supposed to look and see if one of the discs didn't work because there was some kind of recall and I never did it. It's probably too late to replace it now, but uh, I guess I will uh, get get around to uh, 
checking out the if I got a faulty faulty pack. Well, you should see. Uh, Oct- October is when the physical media does come out. You're an Amazon Prime guy, though, right? Yeah. Uh, so you you should look up to see if you can purchase the movies through Amazon Prime and have them to stream. Uh, I already own them though, so like that's you know I mean, like yeah, I get I'm lazy, but uh, you know I, I'm uh, you don't want I'm fiscally responsible as as we've learned on this podcast. I mean, there's only <laughs> there's you know a, a man has a line. You know, I I can be very I can be you know the laziest person on earth, but I'm not going to pay that four ninety nine to not put a DVD in. Well, your local show, Big Shot, and I you know it wasn't sure. not that big shit but speaking of amazon prime this made me laugh actually i almost uh i almost tweeted a screenshot of this i just i got an email from amazon prime and it was just like i'm i have to read it like specifically for what it says because okay it was uh it it was so funny like i <laughs> it killed me earlier today i hope i didn't oh here it is amazon.com 109 p.m. movie posters the principal we have a recommendation for you. Uh, we have, what's it say? We have a recommendation for you. Hello, John Thorne. We found something you might like. 11 by 17 movie poster, The Principal, with uh, Jim Belushi and Louis Gossett Jr. Gossett <laughs> Jr. That's a great movie, by the way. Oh, it's uh, it's excellent. I just thought it was funny that uh, Jeff Bezos is targeting, uh, he must be inside of my brain. <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I got that email. Did you ever see the movie Digstown with Louis Gossett? Uh, a long time ago. Yeah, uh, he's like a he's like a he's like a boxer, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, James Woods is in it, and uh, it's it's a great movie. Uh, it just makes me think it would be great to book Louis Gossett Jr. just one time for a meet and greet. Well, you know what I think it is because like I was I, I, when I was uh, I was tweeting about uh, Jaws 3D and Louis Gossett Jr. The oh other yeah, he's day. in that. I don't remember for what, but uh, the Duke hates my love for Jaws 3D. So he hates That's a lot of things. It. Hates a lot of things about you. Uh, oh, I think it's what is it? I think it's because I wore a Jaws a Jaws 3D shirt when the Browns won, and I said uh, they did it, you know, in honor of Lewis Gossett Jr. Uh, well, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of Swords. Shout out to uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Shout out to Lewis Gossett Jr. That's a great segue. Uh, this week's episode, it is another hard sell week. We do have a show coming up. Uh, this Iron Saturday, Eagle, baby. This Saturday in Akron, one step ahead. We've got some very special guests there in Matt Cardona, Thunder Rosa, Effie making his uh, very first his AIW debut. But before all of that... It is time for the shout-out segment. Shouting out Louis Gossett Jr., uh, amazing actor of America, uh, American Americana. Cinema. Americana, yeah. Uh, hey, shout-out to... Has, has, Louis, has Louis Gossett Jr. ever won a Screen Actors Guild Award, I wonder? I, man, Somebody I looked know. that up. Uh, yeah. I would think if he was going to win an award... It would it be would the be, Screen uh, Actors, a SAG Award? Yeah, it would be from his peers. You would hope. He's been a... Uh, He's he's great. He was just in um Did you watch on HBO crap, I can't think what it was, uh what it's called. Regina King was in it. Um The White Lotus? No, it was like a I watched uh, that. Yeah, People it's a comic that. book 
No. Uh, adaptation thing. <laughs> I don't watch it, bro. Uh, it's killing me. I can't think of what the heck it was called. And it was a, it was a very short series. It was very good. But the Watchmen? Uh, Gossett, yes. Thank you. Watchmen, yes. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. popped up in that. I hadn't seen him in forever. And he was uh, he was in there. So it was great. He did, win an, watch it, he, he did win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. What, you got the wiki up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't uh i didn't watch the watchman but uh his, who are you gonna sh- who are you gonna shout out well i just want to tell you that he he won the academy award for his 1982 role as gunnery sergeant emil foley in an officer and a gentleman oh all right do you know he also Never won an emmy it. he also won an emmy award uh as fiddler in the 1997 abc television miniseries roots well, so, yeah. I, yeah, Lewis who would have known but yeah i got that i got that email uh i got that email for me uh for uh i should get a p.o box maybe somebody would buy it for me for 11.49 11 dollars 49 i could get an 11 by 17 poster of the principal uh, <laughs> great a, film seems like a hell of a deal yeah i can't, I can't for some reason i can't I can't remember the name of the uh, the high school off the top of my head now. Oh, but, yeah, I don't uh, remember that either. Uh, very funny. So my shout-outs, uh, I've got some shout-outs that actually stem from one moment last week uh, at our um, at our show at the Winchester. Shout-out to the Winchester, by the way. Amazing hosts, as always. Uh, good time there. And uh, we enjoyed ourselves for a little bit afterwards. Some libations for Joshua Bishop's 24th birthday. Shout out to him, I suppose. The intense icon, now 24 years old. Who would have Brandell High School. That's the, I looked it up. Brandell. Brandell. There you go. Brandell. Brandell with, with a B. B. Okay. Yes. What city were they supposed to be in? Oh. Chicago? That, I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if they get into the city. Okay. I think it's just like inner city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, but the the finisher in the production members only match when Derek Dillinger drops Ziggy onto uh, I think it was Malcolm. Folks were like, "What was that move? That was amazing!" Shout out to Filthy Tom Lawler because. That move was brought up by him. He teased that he was going to do it the show before, and he didn't do it. That, folks, was the finishing move of one Steve Payne, one half of the former AIW Tag Team Champions, Crazy Payne. Shout out to Steve Payne. Shout out to Crazy Payne. Shout out to to Mr. Miyagi. Shout out to Gringo Loco. You can thank all of those. Uh, for Derek and Ziggy's new finishing maneuver. That's where there that stems is. from. I'm going to give a shout out to Kevin Nealon because I went and saw Kevin Nealon on Friday. Hey. And, uh, he was he was hilarious. Yeah, after Norm McDonald passed away, I went, man, I never go and see any of these, you know, famed stand-ups that come through town. <laughs> and I uh, went and looked to see who was coming to town. I saw Kevin Nealon was in town, so I stopped down at uh, Pickwick and Frolic. And uh, I saw him, and uh, he was really funny. He did, I think, about an hour-ish set, and uh, it was real good. Very tall guy. Very, very tall guy. Oh, but, super uh, tall. Yeah, that was uh, 
that was a uh, shout out to Kevin Nealon. I'm going to give a shout out on that token to Ethan Wright because at the end of the show, he just says to me, Steve, Norm. And Ethan Wright, very sad, and also the passing of Norm McDonald. And then we just went off for 10, 15 minutes talking about our favorite Norm McDonald moments. So shout out to my guy, Ethan Wright. Yeah, I got, big Norm I got in on that a little, uh, yeah, a little you did. bit. Ethan Wright, shocking me. I haven't heard him say like more than five words. And then he was all in on Norm McDonald. Oh man, Ethan Wright and I chat uh, pretty much after every every show. We uh, we go into conversation. He's a big comedy fan, actually. So oh, wow, I never would have guessed that. Actually, yeah, yeah, big time, big time comedy fan, Ethan Wright. Uh, we got to get him up here and take him to a show. Shout out to our boy Mick Foley coming back. Speaking of Pickwick and Frolic, he's going to be at Hilarities for uh, a show there. I think November. I think November seventh, he's going to be there. Um, okay. I was talking to Mick a little bit about it, and uh, I don't, I don't know what day of the week it is. If I think it's a Saturday, <laughs> but the, I'll look into it. If the seventh, I believe, would be a Saturday or no Sunday. I'm uh, sorry, Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can uh, work it in and swing down. Uh, always very entertaining uh, to see Mick Foley live. Uh, to tell his stories, so uh, yeah, hopefully I can I can work that in. I mean, I'm a I don't commit to too much uh, stuff so far in advance, though. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I looked it up. Uh, I'm a liar. It's a Sunday. I had it right the first time. A Sunday. My math oh. wrong. It's a Sunday. All right, we'll see. We'll see, Mick. Sunday. I don't know. I'm gonna see if I can. Pop that's a tough that. day to run in this. That's a tough day to run in this town. It is, and that might be a Browns home Sunday, to be honest. But uh, those guys at Hilarities know what they're doing. That's why they would have done it. They want They know. They know who to draw. Uh, also, shout out to Matt Wadsworth making his return back to the commentary booth. No, uh, as you said, no not football only, games on Thursdays. Not only making his return to the commentary booth. Give a John Thorne a ride to the show on Thursday. Shout out for shout out to Matt Wadsworth for that. <laughs> Came and picked me up uh, <laughs> because uh, I got a I got a headlight out and I had a little running with the law after uh, sunny days, so uh, I haven't been able to get it addressed because my entire headlight is like loose, so I have to take it to a shop. So I did not want to uh, be uh, driving since I knew that I would probably be indulging in a couple cocktails with mr uh absolute icon intense icon joshua bishop for his birthday bash so mr wadsworth came and uh picked me up and took me to the show and shout out to philly collins who drove me home and got me home safely on thursday night so shout out to philly hey not shout out to marino tanaglia who left all of his stuff there and i had to coordinate getting it to him Cleaning up at the end of the night, there's just a bag and jacket sitting in the back. Ends up being Marino's. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's how stuff gets lost, you know? You you leave your stuff behind. You put your gear in somebody else's bag because you're not paying attention and it's dark back there. So these things happen. <laughs> somebody else, Sid, Sid Von <laughs> yeah. put his stuff in the wrong bag. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's dark uh, back there at the Winchester. It was. It got really dark. They shut those lights off, uh, the overhead lights off, and it got super dark there. And we couldn't see anything backstage. 
but shout out to Robles, our guy, uh, guy Robles. We haven't seen him in a little while. We've been, we've been getting yeah. the other crew at the Odeon. Nice to see him. Yeah, they, well, they, it's not even the other crew. They've just been mixing, you know, mixing different crews at the at the Odeon. Ah. Uh, so, you know, we've had Jerry. Uh, we had, I believe his name was John a couple shows ago. Um, I'm really bad with names. I think it was his name was John. I know that he was uh, worked on Barbed Wire City, the documentary. Um, and uh, Robles made his return on uh, <laughs> Thursday night. Which was, uh, you know, it's always great. It's always great to see Robles because, you know, he did so many of our shows before, you know, even the Gary and Shannon crew took over doing the majority of the show. So, mm-hmm. uh, seeing Robles a little less frequently these days, but uh, always a pleasure to uh, to see Robles. Uh, also, you know, shout out to Jordan, who was uh, in the house on Thursday yep. as well. Yeah, shout out to Jordan too. Uh, shout out to Joe Sposto, my guy, our guy. Uh, we haven't seen him in speaking of people we haven't seen in a long time, but always listens to the podcast, make sure to talk about it. And you know, when I asked, Hey, who deserves a shout out this week? Joe Sposto hit the replies and, um, I'm going to address something. I'm going to, I'm going to address something in this shout out. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm going to address this is, uh, Joe Sposto's. I, I don't know if you realize this, but you have an open door policy to return to AW whenever you want. Uh, we, uh, had, you know, there was a time when you were coming to every show consistently. I think you were getting a little heat ski at the, uh, nine to five gig, uh, and you eased back a little bit and, uh, I never heard if you wanted to still, you know, still, still come out ever. So, you know, I just kind of left the ball on your court. Uh, so he, this is me publicly saying Joe Spostos or, you know, FKA LFC, uh, can uh, return and be Leonard F. Aiwson if he wants, uh, whenever he wants. Because uh, I love Joe. Joe is one of the. Uh, I probably talk to Joe uh, multiple times a week. Um, you know, I always stay in contact with him. But wanted to make it official to the world. Joe Spostos has an open invite to return to Aiw whenever he wants. Wow, just dropping bombshells here. There it is, folks. Uh, Joe, Joe with the shout outs to Pollyanna DIY, who will be at the show this Saturday, uh, in Akron, Ohio. And, uh, want to make sure that we give the shout out to Monsoon Classic because he actually gets to take a break and not worry about concessions this week in Akron since the wonderful folks at the Tadmore Shrine handle all of that. Uh, I imagine no word yet, but I imagine that their ice cream sundays, uh, will still be there. That's the hope. Um, <laughs> Yeah, should we just get into talking about Let's get into it. Let's uh, this get into weekend? It. That's the shout-out segment brought to you by nobody. Uh, we're working on that. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it. If you want to sponsor it, if you want to sponsor the shout-out segment, you can, shout, you can be shouted out every week. You could, yeah. Hit, hit us up. Hit us up if you want to sponsor the shout-out segment. But let's talk about the show this week. One step ahead, uh, you know, this... Uh, our, our return to Akron, Ohio for the first time in a year and a half, right? February 20, that February was, 2020. Uh, that was our last show in the area and uh, you know before COVID hit, um, February of 2020. And, uh, man, it, I kind of have PTSD returning there. It's like returning to the scene of the crime, you know, because that was the last time things were somewhat normal. 
and uh, it was an amazing weekend with Scott Hall. Like so much great stuff happened that weekend, and then it was just like uh, I don't know, two weeks later, you know, everything the cards really just like tumbled uh, for for everything because uh, you know I'm sure we could go back and find the exact date when. DeWine spoke, but it was like, you know, sometime in March when it was just like, boom, mm-hmm. everything is out. And, uh, you know, that uh, bot show in Columbus pulled out first, and then we had to cancel Gauntlet and everything else. And, you know, uh, it was rough times. So it is a little weird to be returning to the Tadmore Shrine, um, but also a little... Uh, exciting because you know it's like i feel like i wanted hell on earth to be the full relaunch rebirth of aiw after everything we went through and it feels like this saturday is going to be the rebirth and relaunch of aiw it's the first um it's really the first uh show that has had really exciting uh pre-sale and it seems like there's a lot of, you know, excitement around the show as, you know, <laughs> you know, some of the other ones, you know, throughout this entire process since April um, have been a little rocky and a little tough. Uh, this one going into it feels like where we are at before COVID hit. And you're, you're talking about in terms of uh, attendance, people being able to come to the show. Well, it's just not not just attendance. It just seems like momentum. there's a little bit of buzz and momentum for this one. Uh, sure. Yes, the tickets the tickets are flying. I, I you know as we record this, there's for what we set the room up for. There's less less than thirty left. That includes the general admission. Uh, there's less than thirty left as of right now. So, um, didn't expect that because. When I wasn't able to go and uh, Dom and Pedro, since they live very close to the Tadmore Shrine, they went and had a meeting with them uh, about a month ago, I would say. You know, the date we booked the date a while ago, but then, you know, they wanted them to come in and have a meeting and sign some <laughs> sign some paperwork. And, uh, you know, they raised the rent and there was all these new kind of terms. And um, it was looking like, we were never, we, this was going to be the last hurrah at the Tadmore shrine, you know, mm-hmm. um, with the, with the rent increase and everything else they were saying. And, you know, it could be the talent lineup that we've, we've put together for Saturday, but the fact that tickets have been selling so great it, it, and, you know, it's uh, a higher ticket price than we had done in the past in the Akron area, which I was worried about. You know, uh, we had to we increased it based on the increased rent and all the other increased expenses that they threw our way. And uh, man, like they all sold no problem. Like every premium seat is sold out. Like almost all the GA sold out. I mean, it's. Uh, I know this is supposed to be a hard sell, but I feel pretty good about Saturday. Uh, a quick note: We've we've mentioned this before. We will not be streaming live this Saturday. Um, IWTV will will get this up as quick as they can um, in terms of that viewing, and maybe we'll do like a premiere thing again. 
I believe they're going to I believe they're going to live like they're going to cut it live so it has a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Um my my question to you John is do you think doing the North Canton uh festival has helped the tickets in Akron at all? You know, you have no like there's no way to really track that honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean I don't know. You know, it, it could be. It just could be, you know, the area is starved for wrestling. It could be we have an AEW talent. It could be Matt Cardona. It could be Effie. It could be the whole storm of everything, honestly. I mean, I don't know that we can pinpoint one certain thing. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's with all the announcements it's like things have come in waves so it's really hard to analyze sure. like this is the reason you know like we announced the show with matt cardona and we saw a, a good run on tickets we announced thunder rosa we saw another good run on tickets we announced effie we saw another good run on tickets you know what i mean mm-hmm. <coughs> and it, you know um i really you know I, I i did push you know the digital marketing very hard in the area because typically you know we would go down with physical flyers and posters and really you know hit the city uh but i didn't know how that would play with covid you know on top of the fact that like the card was really not coming together until a few weeks ago i don't think i really set it in stone until last week honestly um because, you know, there was just so much stuff in play. You know, Effie was kind of added at the last minute uh, just because he happened to be in the area. He's doing an appearance in Columbus during the day. Uh, so I reached out to him and, you know, we were able to work something out. So, like, it, there was a lot of kind of things, you know, in flux with this card. And, you know, I, the thing that was great about the ticket sales, though, is like I didn't have a lot of pressure to to push a card out there without really working it through. You know, mm-hmm. you know, typically it's like you got to have a card and you got to start putting matches out. And with the Cardona announcement and then the Thunder Rosa announcement, like tickets were consistently going, so I was really able to put some time and thought into the card uh, as opposed to you know trying to book it. Like, what's great is. You know, the the Winchester show, we saw so many different kind of things unfolding. And um, I was able to kind of take into consideration a little bit what was going on in there and really kind of like workshop uh, the card together as opposed to, okay, here's what we're going with. And, you know, the plan was just to, you know, kind of put together, you know, a, a weird, you know, whatever suitable lineup. And uh, I, think I, I think that I've wound up with one of – the better lineups we've put together in the whole kind of run since we've come back. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would agree with that. It's, it's, it's really, we talked about this a while ago, how we have gone down this path of it's very homegrown talent. But one of the things that AIW um, historically would do is bring this homegrown talent and then put it against bigger names of the indies or, release people or, you know, whatever the case may be. And this really kind of starts to build and fit that mold. You've got great matches of, you know, people who you're used to seeing in AIW. I mean, there's a four-way with Wes Barkley, Chuck Stone, Eric to- uh, Eric Taylor, 
and PB Smooth. And that's something that people who have really follow AIW are going to look forward to. Uh, Ethan Wright and Levi Everett is a match that people are going to enjoy. Uh, the main event in PME, TME versus PME, is going to be a, a fantastic tag team matchup. But then you've got the AIW homegrowns against people who are notable. And this is an opportunity for uh, the homegrown talent to learn and to also just truly shine. You're on a you're on a big stage at this point. Jocelyn, it, it's it continues. Her stock continues to grow with the matches that she's getting at AIW and the matches that she's having. And it's not just that she's getting them. She is performing at a at a great level during these matches. And it happens again this weekend. She's got a match with Thunder Rosa. Eyes are going to be on this match on Saturday, as well as whenever it ends up being released on video. And so, again, sky's the limit for Jocelyn, but this is another moment where people are going to tune in because they're just interested to see what Thunder Rosa is doing, and now it's another chance for new eyes to get on her. Yeah, I just think, you know, everything kind of fell into place for this show. And, you know, um, it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah. Uh, it could be the fact that, you know, we're pulling from both markets. You're pulling from the Akron area and it's it's not that far and we pull we also pull fans from the Cleveland area. I don't know, you know, but uh like I said about a month ago, we had all kind of decided that this was it. We were done in the Akron territory. And now it's like maybe we do more in Akron in 2022. You know what I mean? Like Sure. Um, you know, you got to kind of continue to, to feel it out, but, you know, and it could be, you know, we run Saturdays in Akron as opposed to, you know, Fridays in Cleveland. There's a lot, but, you know, for us to be able to get the talent that we get at the Odeon, you know, it's, it's much harder to get people on a Saturday. Uh, so that is why we do, you know, Friday night's majority. So, uh, you know, there's there there's a lot of factors. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm really happy about, you know, how things are looking heading into Saturday. Um, I think that there's a lot of really good matches, you, you know, on paper. Everything looks really good. Um, is there one that you and, have uh, you've got some high expectations for? I mean, I'm I'm excited for the main event. You know, I'm excited for Cardona and Bishop and to see what can you know what can unfold there in a singles. Uh, you know, two big guys. Uh, you know, Josh Bishop's hometown. Matt Cardona always has a fan base that comes with him. I, I think it you know could potentially be a very electric environment for the main event. Uh, that's the only downfall of not streaming, but you know there's something to be said to being there live and experiencing that, you know, as opposed to watching on a stream. So, uh, I think that there is, uh, there, there's a lot of potential for, um, a really exciting environment on Saturday for the main event. And, you know, the other, again, the other AIW debut happening with Effie, Effie taking on TKD, you know, that's, uh, Again, another opportunity for homegrown talent. There's going to be eyes on that match because people are going to watch an Effie match for the sake of wanting to watch an Effie match. And this is a match that TKD has wanted. So this this should be an interesting one. And 
you know, it, it's something that he wanted, uh, wish granted, and you know, it's it's say hey, it's uh, it's time to come to play. He's ready, you got to show show everybody what you've got here, TKD, because again, all eyes are going to be on this one that typically would not be on an AIW match and may not be on a, in a TKD match. Right. I mean, you know, this is the match that he wanted. Uh, you know, he had asked me about it a while ago. Um, so, you know, I made it, I, I made it happen. You know, it's as simple, it's as simple as that. I just happened to be looking at Twitter and I, I saw that, uh, Effie was in Columbus that day. And I mean, you know, if you're speeding, that's about a 90 minute trip. So, uh, I said, Hey, what time are you going to be available? And, you know, we, we were able to work it out and, uh, the convention he's appearing at kind of worked with us as well to kind of, you know, cut them loose a little bit earlier than maybe they wanted to. Uh, so, you know, there's a compromise there and, uh, yeah, he's going to finally make his long away to the IW debut. I know a lot of people have been asking me for him for a while. Um, and you know, it just, it fell, it's one of those things that just fell into place for Saturday. There you go. Everybody, people looking forward to it. Uh, so we got a couple of AIW debuts, plus even, you know, just so much more action. And, and we kind of rattled through some of these matches. They're going to be great. I feel like that Acker crowd always loves Levi Everett. <laughs> uh, so that will be fun. And uh, the main event, Philly and Marino going against each other. You know, this is, as we look back to last year, February 2020, uh, that was a time frame where only one half of the main event made it uh, onto the AIW card. I don't know. I don't think that he made it onto the card. He didn't make it onto the card. I think that, uh, no, Duke, no, you're thinking, have, uh, Duke no. wasn't on the card. I thought that uh, he maybe he, he was did. in... I see. I thought Duke ended up being in a dark match. Actually, maybe. No, I mean no, he just did really. the he just did the tryout. He was there for the tryout. Maybe that's it. Maybe that was it because I know that there was we had that discussion because we didn't want to necessarily put him on the card and then he didn't have a uh, his tag team partner that people were anticipating. Uh, but so then there you go, Duke and Gannon their debut with the Akron crowd. That'll be fun. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Any other matches on here that, that we're missing here? I know I've talked about Levi, Ethan Wright. Uh, we've got the four-way with uh, with Wes Barkley, Chuck Stone, Eric Taylor, and PB Spoon. That's going to be a really interesting one. We talk about four very different styles. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's uh, a, a lot that you know can happen there. We also have uh, the rematch between uh, a go for broke rematch. You know, arguably my favorite match from Go for Broke the entire series. Uh, Kaplan will be taking on Arthur MacArthur in a singles, um, which you know they had a, a, an incredible outing on Go for Broke. I can't remember the episode off the top of my head, but <coughs> um, one of my favorite matches of the whole the whole series was Kaplan versus. Arthur MacArthur, and uh, we are going to have uh, the rematch between Derek Dillinger and Matthew Justice as well on Saturday. Uh, you know, different markets, you know, bigger crowd. Uh, just, I think there's a, a lot of great stuff that's, you know, fallen into place. And, you know, I, I also think that, you know, the AIW roster 
and presentation definitely has, you know, its own identity again. You know what I mean? Like it it always has, but um, I feel like, you know, people are starting to figure out, you know, who the main players are this time around, you know what I mean? And like, I don't want to call it a season or whatever, but you know, there, there's a lot of things that, you know, ebb and flow in the world of independent wrestling. And I think, you know, people have finally these are getting used to, you know, these, you know, new players or whatever you want to call them uh, going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, these guys, they're taking the ball and they're running with it. And, and I know that a lot of the talent happens to listen to the show. Uh, so it's it's nice that we sit here and we've really been laying out the challenge week after week, I feel like. And uh, this locker room has really taken it to heart. And I think each show, it feels like they're stepping up more and more. And uh, I just can't wait to continue to see them to do so this Saturday in, in Akron. Uh a couple, a couple things worth questioning here as we we look to some questions folks had in the Discord, and one of them, you know, you said at the top of this that uh, the plan was for Hell on Earth to be going back into uh, regular AIW rotation of shows and and the true schedule, but this, you know, this kind of feels like it. But on that note, we we don't necessarily have set dates for 2022 yet i just want to clarify that component of it but you've got in mind still the setup of shows right yeah so um that's kind of the plan for the long time the the long gap right the long time off after this saturday you know we're going all the way to black friday with no shows um and that's so you know AIW as a team, we can get together and we can say, okay, you know, we want to do these dates at the Odeon. We want to do these dates at the Winchester. We want to do these dates at Tadmore Shrine and come up with a plan, right? You know, like you got to have a plan and that is what we're going to do between, you know, October and November. <laughs> is try to come up with that plan. Um, I would like for all of that stuff to be back in the rotation on, uh, you know, in 2022. Um, probably starting in March, you know, with a, you know, with Gauntlet. Um, and then, you know, there has been discussion about moving some of the marquee shows to different places throughout the year. Um, that was discussed, you know, during COVID, during the downtime, uh, now is going to be the time to where, you know, we all get together and we analyze, do we want to place this somewhere else? Do we want to, you know, kind of switch things up for a better, you know, flow throughout the year? Um, and you know, how we're going to build our stories and things like that, you know, uh, now we kind of have a clean slate to you know come up with a a great you know a great plan going forward to where you know it was just like okay we're doing you know we're going gauntlet rap show jaylet absolution it was like all these big marquee shows like boom 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 you know what i mean 
Um, now we're kind of talking about maybe we could, you know, switch things up and space things out and put things at different points of the year um, to where, you know, it's not so it's, it's not so difficult on us to make things that make sense. And it's also not so, you know, so much on the fan base to hit all of these kind of marquee story building shows, you know, within this confined few months. Um, so, you know, that's something that's, you know, going to be heavily discussed, I think, going forward. Um, what are the pros and cons of, you know, moving things around and, you know, the, the AW schedule. Um, but yeah, I want to, I would like to, you know, get back to, you know, get back to business in 2022 as long as, you know, we can, um, you know, we've gone since April and there, you know, have been no more kind of shutdowns or restrictions. Uh, I don't know if the world is ever going to go back to that, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like it's you know, such a still a heavily debated thing, rightfully so. But I don't know if people, you know, are, we're going back to curfews and, you know, capacity limits and restrictions. You know what I mean? Like, I think the vaccines out there, you know, there's uh, people can make their decision on that however they want. And, uh, you know, we're going to get back to business and, you know, running our regular shows. And I, like I said, I wanted that to really kick off on black Friday, but it seems like we're kicking that in the gear on Saturday. Yeah, there you, there you go. Um, one of the questions, uh, about toy Ohio, any plans for, uh, a future table at toy Ohio again? Yeah, we will, uh, have a table there on, um, the 16th, I believe October 16th. Uh, we will have a table there. I've, you know, I, I talked to, uh, Rick, the promoter, and, um, he pretty much said that going forward, uh, we will always have a table at every show that we want. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we, we will be there, uh, on October 16th and hopefully moving forward. We're also going to have a table at, um, on the 23rd the people that organized the great lakes russell fest are having uh they're having their like big convention uh i don't have the details in front of me but uh i know that they're talking to dom about doing like a uh, wrestling school panel and uh some other some other people uh we're and we're also gonna have a table there so yeah i mean we'll always have a table uh at toy Ohio. it at least, you know, that's my impression from uh, what Rick has said to me. So uh, we will be there on the 16th. There you go. So will Danhausen. Oh, hey. There you go. Heard it. I don't know if you heard it here first. Some people maybe heard it no, elsewhere. He's all over there. He's all over there. He's all over there. stuff. <laughs> Only five nice. bucks to get into Toy Ohio, though. So it's a good time. Hell of a deal. Very nice, very evil, very spooky time during uh, October. Um, was uh, we had a, a couple other questions worth worth noting in here, I believe. Oh, big big question! People still want to know when will the Duke defend the Hoss boot, either against Kaplan or Josh Bishop? 
I don't know what's up with the Duke. I mean, I was going to put it on Thursday, and uh, he said he was on the injured reserve. Uh, and I don't know what you fans did to the Duke. He left at intermission. He, uh, I think you guys have finally broke him. I don't know what was said when he was out there, but uh, for the first time ever, he left before the show was over. He so even, I don't he know. He said something on Twitter about uh, yeah. He said something like, "You guys are gonna miss me when I'm gone" or something. Yeah, and like being taken for granted or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what happened there. Honestly, uh, I have not heard so. Maybe never, guys, because you pissed them off. I don't know. I really have no idea what happened there. <laughs> he's just, he's going to, he took his boot home and that's it. He's running with it. Uh, I mean, that's really it on the questions. I mean, some people wondering any any further updates. Read them all. Come on. Special guests for November or December, aside from we've announced Psycho Clown, Hell on Earth. But uh, anyone else that that the fans should be looking out for? So I've been trying, uh, but like, there's a huge convention in North Carolina on Saturday, so it's really tough to kind of coordinate, you know, a huge legend or something, uh, and then be able to get them to North Carolina by the time that convention starts at. I think 10 a.m. So, you know, I I don't really have an answer for that as of now. I mean, I'm trying. Tickets are selling pretty well for that just off the Psycho Clown announcement, which is great. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the plan, you know. All right. And nothing, nothing set in stone for December as of yet, right? No, I mean it's just the December eighteenth will be the last show of the year. That's you know that's it. But no, uh, no gigantic plan or anything like that uh, as of yet. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that show will be back at the Odeon, uh, which uh, one of our Discord members wants to know because the front row seating's been slightly cramped there as of late. Uh, they said it's going to be addressed by members of the staff. They had mentioned that it would be. He's just wondering if a plan has been worked out or if it's something we're not too concerned with. You know, I can okay, partially so answer f- this. Or you uh, go ahead. Okay, so a few things on this. Um, we used to do 15 more seats in the front row. Um, so it kind of blows my mind that it is. it has been so cramped because we've we removed 15 seats now i know that we were able to get you know three or whatever there you know when we had the stage out slightly or the ring out from the stage slightly i think you know you were able to get three seats right there or something like that yeah we when we had that little ring. ramp um <clears throat> but we removed 15 seats uh from the front row so our expectation was it wasn't going to be so cramped um, starting Saturday, because people don't know or pretend they don't know that, you know, they bought this ticket and they're in this row or whatever. Um, unfortunate for people that can't abide, you know, that have been abiding by the rules. 
Pedro will be assigning seats via a seating chart going forward um, at random. Now, we can't put your seat preference into Eventbrite, so um, it's going to be a roll of the dice, you know, if you've and you will be placed with your party if you bought multiple tickets in the same row. Uh, but we are going to be assigning seats on Saturday um, for, you know, the first three rows, obviously, <laughs> because there have been so many weird complaints, like somebody took this person's seat and this and that, and Pedro has to, Pedro typically has to leave the front door and kind of, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, more or less babysit and, you know, move people to where they're supposed to be and make things uh, work. You know, I had one guy message me. He was like, he bought a stage front row and he didn't know that he bought a stage front row and he didn't ask anybody until like intermission. And he was mad. And I was just like, all you had to do is ask somebody. The seat was available for you, you know? Um, but he sent kind of a mad email. Like, I, we don't have ushers, you know, maybe, you know, we're, we're going to be a little bit more organized now because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. So, um, Pedro has mapped out a seating chart. Uh, he has everybody's names and, uh, he will be assigning seats starting this Saturday. Um, and that will be how it is going forward. Um, you know, we will be assigning, we'll be assigning the seats. And that's just simply because, you know, we have been getting these complaints. So <coughs> he, uh, he's made it, he's made a chart and, you know, we're getting in there early Saturday and there will most likely be a post-it note on, uh, on your seat. Telling tell you where to go. It's not like a free-for-all anymore to where you show up and you run to, you know, whatever row and you try to get whatever seat. And now it's just going to be assigned going forward because we have been getting complaints. Um, and, you know, probably for the Odeon, if, you know, we're either going to go back to pulling, pulling the ring out a little more and putting those, you know, making those seats available, um, or we're going to make less front row seats for sale in December. I I haven't decided yet. That's going to be another thing discussed in our, you know, month and a half downtime of things, you know, on the agenda that we need to fix. There you go. There, There's the answer to that one. Uh, yeah. Right on par with all things I was going to say. Uh, and... Other than that, you know, Charlie Butters had a random question for you specifically in here. Let me find it. Has something to do with your watching. Ah, here we go. John Thorne, are you going to the theater to see The Many Saints of Newark, or are you watching it at home on HBO? And same question, but with Halloween Kills and Peacock. Um, I think, you know, those are both movies that you have to go to the theater to see. Um, I will probably then take advantage of rewatching them again on the streaming services. Um, but yeah, I, 
you know, I, I think you gotta like, there's certain, there's something about going to the theater and experiencing a movie you're really looking forward to seeing. Uh, so I want all the bells and whistles for both of those movies. You know what I mean? I want the fucking, you know, XD, you know, fucking whatever gigantic screen is called, you know, it, you know, whatever brand of movie theater, you know what I mean? Like Cinemark's got the XD or the, uh, you know, what's the other fucking one? The IMAX, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, I want the, I, I want those. I want the full, you know, recline, you know, reclinable, uh, chairs. I want the, uh, overpriced popcorn. You know, I, I want the whole experience. So I will be hopefully going to see the many saints of Newark on Friday. Um, or Saturday before the AW show. I plan on seeing it hopefully Friday night. Uh, and then I, I believe, uh, Halloween kills on October 15th. Uh, I would also, I'm also going to shoot to see that, uh, in the theater. So yeah, no, uh, no streaming service for me. I mean, I, I, I want the whole, I want the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Shout out! Shout out to uh, Johnny Gargano. The whole shebang already five years ago. Seven, this month, having a baby, having a baby, having a baby. Johnny and Candice. Shout out to them. Uh, oh, yes. There's some more stuff. There's some more stuff in there. There was a question. Yeah, I just found a question about um, uh, alcohol sales at Hell on Earth. Do we know anything about that? Um, yeah, I believe they have a bar there, like in the, f- the facility. When I was there, they had a bar, you know, I haven't checked to see if it is still operational since I went in there, uh, a year ago, but I will, uh, I'll follow up with them and, uh, <coughs> but yeah, there's a, there is a bar there. Also, uh, note, there is no after party on Saturday because, our usual place Thursdays went out of business during COVID and uh, we just didn't have time to reach out to any local uh, watering holes down there to see if they wanted to host us. So no after party on Saturday in Akron. Sorry to break it to everybody. Unless somebody out there is listening and owns a bar and wants to work out a deal that is close to the Tadmore shrine. Let us know. Yeah, that's worth throwing out there. Definitely worth, definitely worth putting out there. Uh, but that's it. Those are the questions. Those are all the questions from the Discord in there. And uh, again, so thirty tickets or less remaining as of right now, folks, for this Saturday. So if you are in the Northeast Ohio area, Cleveland or Akron, and you want to get to this show with uh, Matt Cardona taking on Joshua Bishop, and uh, Joslyn Navarro taking on Thunder Rosa from AEW. Plus, Effie will be there, his AIW debut. He's taking on TKD and so much more. Uh, if you want to watch any of that live in person, shop.aiwrestling.com. That's the only place to go and get your tickets. And, uh, oh, yeah. Also, um, no after party as of yet for Hell on Earth, right? You know, same thing. Same thing Correct. applies for that date. You know, if you got a, if you got a bar in the East Lake area. Let us know. Uh, I might have a couple, couple thoughts on that. I got some people I can reach out to. 
Oh, I got another. I got one last shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the Hojo. R.I.P. It's gone out of business, seized by the government. The infamous Jaylit Weekend Hotel is no more. We're going to have to go back to the America's Best Value, I guess. Hmm. Tom Lawler is going to be really upset about this. He got stuck staying there. The yeah. Last the two shows. September yeah. 10th. <laughs> yeah, because all the hotels are so fucking expensive for some reason. In Cleveland, I, like hotel I, prices have, have tripled. So part of this, I think, is because a lot of them were shut down during. So, like, there's a whole thing going on with the Hilton downtown. Um, they were filing for all sorts of stuff because they have all these um, grants and loans and things that they got in terms of tax breaks. But they're only eligible based upon... X amount of business, and then because of COVID, they couldn't have all this business due to restrictions, and then they couldn't have the staffing, and it was a whole big thing. Uh, a lot of them ran into issues during COVID, and I just think they're not. I just think they're not. I just think they're limiting their capacities because they don't have enough people to clean the rooms. So yeah, that's part of it too. There's a lot of a lot of things going into that right now. Uh, but so it yeah. fucking sucks. This is why I don't want to. You know, I don't want to fly anybody in anymore. I still got to book the hotels for Saturday, which I'm not looking forward to. But, uh, yeah, shout out to the Hojo, one of the, the last of a dying breed. 55 bucks a night, airport shuttle, double bed. I mean, you couldn't beat it. Christian used to stay there, and Sergeant Slaughter, WWE used to stay there back in the day. It one time I was sense. at a hotel party there, walked out, Sergeant Slaughter was in the hallway. Couldn't was believe he at, it. At attention? No, nah, he was pissed. Because <laughs> we're fucking. Because we were staying you know, at the Hojo. We were. Uh, no, all the all those WWE <laughs> guys used to stay there on purpose. It had a hotel shuttle. It's a smart, smart business. Save some yeah, money. But hotel the, shuttle. The uh, the ungrateful residents of Brook Park, Ohio, didn't didn't want such a great establishment in their town anymore. <laughs> now Sergeant Slaughter's got nowhere to sleep. Some of them have. Some of them have their. Uh, well, they have their reasons. There's some reasonings, but uh, I, th- I thought well, it was great. We'll miss it. We'll miss the Hojo. All right, R.I.P. to the Hojo. Uh, you know, we'll end this with the end of the Hojo right there, and hopefully, we'll see you in Akron this weekend at oh. the Tadmore Shine. Yes, sir. Last last announcement because, uh, well, this is what I'll say. <laughs> We didn't really get into the Winchester stuff, but we too much. But probably our worst attended uh, show at the Winchester. But they were extremely happy that you know we kept it light. We didn't overpack it, um, and the fans, you know, came and they were drinking and buying food and things like that. So they do want us to do more events at the Winchester um going forward so that is something that i think people could look forward to you know it would be in a similar vein to the show we put on last thursday new fresh faces people that you know are making a name (coughs) mixed in with some of your aiw favorites 
so that was, you know, that was kind of, I was really nervous about that. Uh, because we didn't even hit, we didn't even hit the hundred, you know what I mean? Pre-sale. Um, but they were still, you know, very excited, uh, and very happy. So I wanted to, I wanted to throw that out there, put that out there. There you go. Worth noting, worth noting. Uh, so, yay. Once again, uh, we look forward to seeing so many of you this weekend at uh, the Tadmore Shrine in Akron. For those of you that we don't see, uh, for AIW owner John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. I had something else to say about the Winchester, but I just can't... Uh... I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Oh, it, it was a great time. I, I remembered. I remembered where I was going. I remember oh. my segue. Oh, um, so Pedro and Dustin Alberti want to kind of blow the merch out um, and just get rid of, you know, all the excess inventory. <laughs> so then, you know, for November, you know, we can get, you know, new hoodies and new shirts and a whole new kind of round of stuff. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, start fresh with new stuff. So Saturday, they are planning on kind of just blowing everything out, reducing the prices on all the inventory that we have, you know, the black on black, uh, snapbacks, the trucker, the wing logo trucker hats, DVDs, the t-shirts and hoodies that we have left. Um, they plan on kind of blowing all that stuff out. And uh, they want to try to move as much merch as possible. Uh, also, Thunder Rosa will be doing a meet and greet session. I've not gotten the prices from her as of yet. Um, I believe it's going to be 25 25 40 But I need to confirm that with her as far as, uh, you know, autograph, photo op, combo. Um Matt Cardona will also be doing a meet and greet and we'll have full, a full merchandise selection for sale. I don't know what he's bringing. Um, and Effie as well. So, uh, be prepared, bring cash. And, uh, that was the last thing I was thinking. I was trying to remember that I needed to get across was we are blowing out the merchandise on Saturday. We want to sell everything. And I mean, everything, so we'll be wheeling and dealing prices, trying to move stuff. Um, and then, you know, also those three will be doing a meet and greet as well. There you go. That's a mouthful. That was a mouthful. I'm glad yeah. to remember that, though, because Pedro is going to be mad at me because he wants to get rid of all this fucking merch. So blowout sale this Saturday. Tad more shrine. Be there. Be square. No squares in my circle. Shout out Wes oh, Barkley. That's, that's a trade, trademarked fucking phrase.